Welcome to another episode of Oh No Not Them. I'm your host, Eric Stroll. Along with me, as always, is my conspirator, my consigliere, my cohort, Bill Salt. I am the power pad to your power glove. Fitting, considering that today's topic is video games. Exactly. See, I do my homework. Oh, I did my homework, too. You didn't scribble down a top 10 that's about a top 50 this time? No. I'm, I'm kidding. We didn't do a top 10. No, that was a fiasco last time. It was not a... No, it was two fiascos <laughs> for the price of one. And it would, like I said, if, if you would... I will teach you how to do a top 10. You have all this fancy equipment, but God forbid you write 10 digits. But anyway. Uh, uh, it was too hard to pick. I'll just take all of Tarantino's movies... I'm not the one who put Fast Times at Ridgemont High at number one. Neither did I. Yes, you did. I I don't recall that. Yeah, okay. We'll go with that. For our older listeners, it's the Reagan defense. I don't recall. There you go. That's That works for me. I don't remember. I don't recall. Okay. So, do you recall your first video game console? Yeah, this, that was the Atari 2600. Mine too. You, you old... Wrinkly bastard. <laughs> You're older than me. Oh, by a little bit. I think 14 days or so. I, I don't know. I don't. I, I stopped counting birthdays a few years back. Oh, okay. So you're one of those people that's stuck on 39? No, 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 no. I, I remember I did my last mosh pit before my 40th birthday. Right. Because after that, some bones are going to get broken, and they, you know, I don't need that. <laughs> okay, so you, your first console was the Atari 2600. Yeah. What was your favorite game? That's tough. Uh, I like Journey... Uh, Adventure. I was going to say Journey Escape, but I remember how much I loved Adventure. Journey Escape was fun. And I still, I still play Adventure on the emulators. Oh, okay. What emulators do you use? Uh... Right now, well, I was using a whole bunch of different ones like Nesticle and VirtualBox 64, but then I bought one of those uh, Raspberry Pis on the internet with like, you know, 10,000 games on it. Okay. So I have everything from like the 2600 all the way up to like the Neo Geo. Wow. Oh, I love it. I hook, I've hooked it to the computer, hooked up to stereo speakers. It's it's so much fun. It's called the Raspberry Pi? I don't know what it's called. It's it's like a Raspberry Pi that they put tons of games on it in an emulator. Okay. Yeah, I, I found it on Facebook for like for 100 bucks, and I was like, okay, I'll buy it. It's one of those ads that pop up and go away. I never got that ad. I'm, I'm, I'm upset about that. Well, you know, well, it's, I, I belong to a lot of gaming groups. So it's like it's, it's those targeted ads. Yeah, I, I, I get it because Facebook is inside your head. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of spooky what you get ads for. As a matter of fact, for some reason, I don't know what it listens to. But I've been getting now ads for, like, you know, Prince-related stuff, and it's kind of weird. For Prince? Yeah. Hmm. Like, why? I We talked about it. Facebook knows we talked about it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, you put the podcast. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know how it knows. Facebook is sentient, and it's spooky as all hell. Zuckerberg, get out of my brain. Or at least give me something I really want. You know, I mean, just, you know. Well, how can you not want Prince? Well, I mean, money. Oh, money! Yeah, money's good. Yes. Okay. So after the twenty six hundred, what did you go to? Nintendo. The the original. The original, NES. which I still own. That's worth a few bucks yeah. now. I still I still own it. Uh, it's not hooked up. There's, uh, I still like I said every all the pieces still work to it. It just 
you know, I even I have, like, I have a whole box full of cartridges and stuff like that, old stuff. Nice, but nice. It, like it's easier just playing the emulators. What was your What's your favorite uh, old school NES game? Oh, that's t- I I was really into the JRPGs, so like it it goes back and forth. Probably Dragon Warrior was a good one. Dragon Warrior was good. Uh, Final Fantasy. Yes, the Final Fan the Final Fantasy series today, even to today, is still really good. Yeah. Oh, it is, and um, and of course Zelda. Zelda. But okay. like I I played those, you know, because it was easy to play one player games. You don't gotta like involve anybody else. Right. See now, back in the day, back in the Nintendo days, I was into some of the RPG stuff. I was into like Dragon Quest or Dragon Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never was really a Zelda guy. I liked the Final Fantasy stuff, but I was always more into like the sports and fighting games. Okay. I, I like my favorite Nintendo game of all time is still Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. The only problem I ever had with Tecmo Super Bowl really wasn't a problem for me being a, a lifelong Raiders fan. Bo Jackson was fucking unstoppable. <laughs> you could not tackle Bo Jackson in that game. Yeah, I could. I could never get into a lot. I mean, the one sports, the two sports games that I really enjoyed was Baseball Stars. Okay, because you could make up your own team. Yeah, and Base Wars. Base Wars. That was the one. With the robots playing baseball. Oh, okay. Which, it which is freaking awesome. There's actually, funny enough, there's a there's a great game for the Nintendo. We just found it the other night. We were, it's like Baseball 2020. Okay. And it shows what baseball would be like this year. Not at all the same. <laughs> what? No cardboard cutouts in the stands? No, no. It's all robots. All robots. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we were going to be that high technical this year. <laughs> yeah. All robots instead of all steroids. Ooh. I don't watch baseball, so I don't know. I to be honest, I haven't watched a baseball game in probably. I mean, if, there, probably if there's ever years. if there's ever baseball trivia, my go to answers are Mike Schmidt and Pete Rose. Hey, there you <laughs> go. Um, like I said, I haven't watched a baseball game in probably five years. Mm. Uh, here's a blast from the past. Since we're still with the old Nintendo, what's your favorite original Nintendo wrestling game? Oh, it's pro wrestling, my brother. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's my it's, brother. It's, it's pro wrestling. I was always star man. You, you flip kick them until the, the, uh, they're down. Right. I've never beaten the game, though, because that only works on the initial characters. Right. Uh, you played a star man. Uh, uh, what was the, the blonde-headed dude? Uh, kind of like the Hulk. Hogan I know who off. you mean, and now I'm going through in my head. There was um, the Piranha. I, I usually played King as... King Corn Karn. King Corn Karn was the... It began with a B, like Blender or something like that, didn't it? Something like that. I don't. I don't. Right remember. now, right now, I can see people just shouting at their. their, their yeah, that we don't know the names of the, like the the characters nobody played. Yeah, I usually played as Piranha because I've always liked the heels better than the baby baby faces. What did you think of tag team wrestling for the old school Nintendo? Was that the one that went so fast that you couldn't even do anything in it? I don't. Yes, it it is. And then like when you would do a move off the rope. You would your guy would hit the rope and immediately go fucking hor- uh, go uh, vertical. Yeah, yeah, that was tag team wrestling. Yeah, ta- I, honestly, of all the wrestling games, I mean, I, I played. I mean, I love wrestling games, and all the wrestling games like WCW wrestling didn't do it good. Right, like every one of them just was so flawed. Yeah, that they had no idea what they were doing. A mu- uh, muscle was another one that had wrestling games. The um, those yeah. little pink fellas that with yeah. the toys. 
that wrestling game was unplayable. It was. It's like, guys, get together. People are paying good money for this, and you're putting out this crap. Yeah. You know? Now, do you have a copy of the Holy Grail of Nintendo carts? Do you have a copy of E.T.? I actually do. You actually do? I have a... Yes, I have my original copy of E.T. Wow. And I, I actually like the game. It's a puzzly game that gets a bad rap. The problem is... The problem with the game at the time was... They gave you no explanation in the manual how to play it. Well, that's because it was rushed to production. You know, but now once you know what all the symbols mean when they're flashing up top and why they're flashing up top, it makes it makes the game, you know, a lot easier to play. Right. And actually playable. You know, go around first, find out where the landing pad is. So now you know where the landing pad is. Now go get your phone pieces. And when you, you know, you know how to get your phone pieces, put them together, make the, you know, you find everything first. Then you collect it. The problem is people just start collecting stuff, and then it gets stolen. Ah. And then they collect stuff, then they get stolen. Then they finally collect everything. Now they're searching all over for the pad, and then everything gets stolen. <laughs> you know, And I can understand why that's frustrating, but yeah. there's no indication of how to play the game in the instruction manual. But years later, like I said, it's a nice, puzzly game. You know, I, I kind of enjoy it. And people, oh, you fall down the hole. Yeah, lift your freaking neck before you get to the bottom of the hole. There's secrets, man. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I, I personally have never played E.T., mm-hmm. but I've heard conflicting things on it. Some say it's really good. Some say it's really bad. I've never personally played it, um, but I did watch the documentary on it. Yeah, so I saw what what, the, what happened with it. And- yeah. It's like the premise of it that that could have been like a monstrous moneymaker. Yeah. If it wouldn't have been so rushed to production. I think a lot of there was there was a lot of games on the original Atari. I think they really tried to make it more than it was. Yeah. I mean, you got games like Adventure, Mega Mania. Oh, Activision just killed it all the time. Yeah. With every one of their games. And then you had something like Indiana Jones. Okay. Which was such a garbage game. Yeah, it was. The instruction manual made no sense. Uh, and it's it's pretty much almost unplayable. Why bother? Don't make the game. Well, I mean, I, that, that's been a problem that's plagued Nintendo from Jump Street. Is they rush a lot of, sh- they rush a lot of stuff out. And it's, it's not that it's necessarily unplayable, but... It could have been done way better. Even up to, like, the well, the last Nintendo piece that I bought was the Wii. Okay. And even the Wii, there's problems with it. There's issues I had with with some of the games in Wii. And the controls in Wii are really a pain in the ass if you're an uncoordinated fuck like I am. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I know you couldn't bowl normally. So, I mean, a Wii bowling was probably like, you know... I mean, I could see you knocking into other lanes, really. I'm, don't look at me like that. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. I've seen you bowl. I've seen you bowl, too. It's a shit I show. I mean, you, you can put the bumpers up. You still miss them all. I mean, I don't know how you do that. You know what? You're the only person I've ever heard Frank Carrazzo say he's glad they're not bowling anymore. I love oh, you, Frank. You see that? See that now? I, love- I, I, The two of us, I have a championship patch because I took a championship. So there. No, you were carried to a championship. Even the kicker on a Super Bowl team gets a ring. You're right. So, <laughs> even the holder and the long snapper get the ring. Yep. Uh. So I have my patch, and I can yes, I can thank my team, but I was on that team, so I I did my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So did you ever did you own the Sega Master System? I didn't then I own it now. See, I had I, I, I had both. I had the I had the NES and I had the Sega Master System. What did you think of the, of the Sega? Honestly, I unfortunately, you know, I was part of that that damn TV conspiracy that we all succumb to where it's like you have to pick one Pepsi or Coke. Right. You have to pick one Nintendo or Sega. And I picked the Sega. I mean, the Nintendo, like, Sega was, like, you know, like, this untouchable thing. Right. And, you know, I hate that it had... It, why was it like that? It didn't need to be that way, you know? I've seen Sega games, and they look pretty decent. And a lot of players tell... Oh, they're like, the Sega version of things that Nintendo had were much better. Yeah. I mean, games that were cross-platform games. Yeah. Um, like, from independent developers. Uh, a lot of times, the Sega versions were better... In the like the, the graphics quality, even back in the day of the eight and sixteen bit yep. cart games, the graphics quality on the Sega was better because Sega, and not to knock Nintendo again, but Sega took their time putting stuff out. See, I actually had the Sega Master System, and then I got the Sega CD, mm-hmm. which was the first, uh, at least to my knowledge, it was the first CD based console. Game, yeah, console, and. The graphics on that were so cutting edge for the time. Now, you got to remember, we're talking early 90s. Yep. Games like Sewer Shark, NHL Hockey. Oh, God, I had so much fun. When I was in the the Army, uh, when I was stationed down in Georgia, when you opened up my wall locker, now I'm in a barracks room with four other dudes, right? And the only thing we have to keep our stuff in is a wall locker, you know, like a, a... Ba- uh, uh, I'm trying to describe it for people that don't know what a wall locker would be. Well, like basically something you see at a gym or a right. high school. Well, but much bigger. Yeah. Kind of like a, uh, oh God, I can't think of what like the civilian term for it would be. But anyway, uh, like a giant, like a big wardrobe. Okay. Okay. So when oh, you. An armoire. An armoire. Yes, an armoire. <laughs> uh, when you opened up my armoire, uh, when you opened up my wall locker, you had all my uniforms hung nicely and then I had my civilian clothes stacked nicely in the bottom a guitar in the back and then when you looked on the top of my little three drawer chest I had a 13 inch color TV and a fucking Sega CD <laughs> in my wall locker that that was I mean that was that was the shit back then yep I know I like I said I know that was uh and I see that like the Sega stuff now and it's they look really good right and it's just a shame that. I guess that they couldn't just, you know, be better for both. I think the Dreamcast kind of killed Sega. Oh, yeah. Because the Dreamcast was just, it was a bad misstep. Yeah, there was a lot of console missteps going through. Every one of them had a bad step somewhere. The Jaguar for Atari. Yep, the Atari Jaguar. That was when they tried to get into the 16-bit gaming world. And then they tried to use math to make it seem like it was more than it was. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Nintendo's big misstep, the GameCube. The game, well, the Virtual Boy. The Virtual Boy. Uh, the game, yeah, the GameCube. I don't know if that was a huge misstep. I mean, I just think it was a missed opportunity because, well, nothing was backward compatible. Right. And I think a lot of people at the time just wanted, it just wasn't going to happen. Right. You know, everybody was pushing themselves to, well, Nintendo, Nintendo's really big misstep. This is an interesting. Nintendo was supposed to have the, the 64 was supposed to be a CD system. And they were working with this little company called Sony, 
to publish a CD system. Really? And they couldn't get it together, and Sony kind of pulled away from the project. It was not an amicable breakup. And then Sony, hmm, I know they released a CD-type system around that time. What was the name of that? Uh, that would be the original PlayStation. Exactly. So, Atar- I'm sorry, Nintendo really shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. That w- and and made their own competition at one point. It would seem so. Yeah. Because, I mean, Sega, Sega, Sega Sony to this day has a huge market share mm-hmm. in the in the console world. Yep. I mean, I have a I've I've had every PlayStation. I haven't got a PS5 yet. I'm going to have a PS5. But I've had yeah. every PlayStation up till now. And the the leaps and bounds in games and the graphics in games and the sound quality is unreal. Especially from guys from our era that come from the Atari, you know? Yeah. Well, where you... In our games, you were a dot, armed with a dot, chasing another dot to retrieve a dot. Right. <laughs> they were... They were we, had to, we actually had to use our imagination. Say, what's that on the screen? That's a plane? Looks like a T. It's a plane. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, remember what, you, you remember when, like, Pitfall was... High tech gaming. Oh yeah, I remember. I like I said, I just remember seeing some of this stuff and and getting the Atari was great. It yeah. was like you know everybody the the kid that had the Atari, everybody kind of went to their house. Unless the unless another kid had a ColecoVision. Oh yeah, I knew the people with the ColecoVision, and they thought they were hot shit. Yeah, they did. Wait, look at I got demons the diamonds here. It's like, Ooh. yeah, that was a good game. I will admit the ColecoVision. Had had a lot of good stuff going for it. ColecoVision was the far superior console to the Atari. Yeah, but Atari had the far superior marketing. Oh yeah, that was just. It was just. I can remember going to Sears to the toy section. You seeing everything, just like all the screens lit up, and you could get to play the stuff. And I played a couple games there. I, but okay, like the things cost like so much money. Yeah, even compared to today's dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I love the I still love the old school. I still break out the Atari games now and again just to play them. Yeah, to to mess about. I I, I find it funny when my my nine year old has trouble with Atari games. I know, right? Because <laughs> it like my kids play obviously on our PS4, mm-hmm. and they have the Xbox 360 up in their bedroom. If you look at a, a PS4 controller or an Xbox controller, there's 87 buttons, two uh, you know two triggers <laughs> on each side, and thumbsticks, and they can't figure out a single joystick and a button. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and it's worse than like you know when these games put things in like, oh, this is the button you use to dance, to dance. What was the dance for? <laughs> what do you mean you gotta dig danced? Well, uh, uh, what's your favorite genre of game? Oh, see, I like I like the JRPGs. Th- those are those are always something I go back to because you can just kind of you can play them, you can you know grind through them, go through the levels. You know, it's almost like just walking around a D and D adventure. It's fun, right? You know, and I love just putting seeing the thought they they put into these games. Yeah, I see. I I play a lot of uh, I play a lot of uh, war games mm-hmm. and a lot of first person shooters. Go figure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm a huge fan of the Grand Theft Auto series. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the Call of Duty series. That that to me that's like so, there's so much fun, and what they put into like especially the Call of Duty games, the different weapons and the customizations of everything, and the different uh, the different missions that you can play, and just different world maps. It's unreal how much gaming has advanced from you know the flat background scroll yep. of Super Mario to an immersive world. Like um, I can't remember the uh, Skyrim. Okay, I think I read somewhere that the map of Skyrim, if you were to put it on a scale of like a, of a regular world mm-hmm. map, it's bigger than a map of the Earth. Mm. Yeah, I did. I did read something like that. Yeah, and it's unbelievable that they can do this now on one disc. I mean, I don't know how the way technology has just completely gone crazy. Yeah. To to where it's like the the size of a Switch game and the amount of stuff on the Switch game to the point where it's like we had to lug out even a Nintendo cartridge was huge. Yeah. In comparison. Yeah. And, and what was the memory capacity of a freaking Nintendo cartridge? It was probably like eight megabytes, if that. Right, right. It's 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 less than an old flip phone. Yeah, you know, you had the password systems. Yes, that you know that that's the way they saved on memory because you had to have a password system to get in. That was a million characters. Yep. And still, I actually every so often I'll find a password to a game, and I didn't write down the game. <laughs> So it's like, I don't know what this is too, so I maybe I'm never playing this again. Oh man, that sucks. Some of them do. Like I said, I, I still I still have a notebook with my Castlevania of um, passwords in it. Yeah. And and like in Mike Tyson's punch out you had like the sixteen character password after yeah, yeah. after each uh segment. Yep. Never beat that one. You never I never beat it either. No. I, I can get to Tyson. I have never beaten Mike I don't think I've ever beaten Mike Tyson. Nope, I've never. I know I never had because it's like one punch hit down. I can't figure out the code, the the way to. Yeah, every every fighter in the game has a tell. Yeah, and Mike's I think is like his, his shorts like flash for like a second. That's when he's gonna push punch. You guys survive ninety seconds, and then you can fight. Yeah, it's like oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but but Tyson's punch out was it was just a really fun game. I enjoy. I still enjoy. Tyson's yeah, I think punch he out. only got paid like forty thousand dollars for that. And Don King probably made forty million. Well, the thing was, he wasn't champion yet when he when they they signed him on to it. They saw him in, like an up and coming boxer, and they like signed him on. And I think when Buster Douglas beat him, uh huh, they he was already off the cover. Really? Yep. They made their money from Mike Tyson, and then promptly ditched him. <laughs> Jesus, that seems like that seems to be a recurring theme in Tyson's life. <laughs> it's, I love following like a lot of the retro stuff, and I have a couple books on. Some of, some of these games were, were made. And, right. And it's just some of the stories behind them are just flat out amazing. Now, do you have any uh, uh, current generation consoles? The most current one that we have is the Switch. The Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're not, we don't have, like I said, the latest Nintendo thing that we bought was the Wii. Mm-hmm. I think Randy at one point had the one before the Switch. There was one before, oh, the Wii U. Yes, I think at one point 
Randy went and bought a Wii U and had it for like two weeks and sold it. Yeah, the Wii U was that that little step that they were trying to make the Switch. Right. And when the Switch came out, I was a bit leery because I'm like, well, this was the Wii U. This They tried this already. Right. And they actually succeeded. Yeah. Well, I mean, my, um, my two younger ones, Jesse and Alistair, they both play the consoles quite a bit, but they also are PC gamers. They also game on, on their PCs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much strictly console. Like, the only thing I play on my PC is uh, Sid Meier's Civilization. Yeah I, yeah, I don't... The last thing... I, I used to blue Sims, uh, the Sims on the PC. Okay. Yeah, Sims, Grand Theft Auto, but I just don't have the, the rig to set up. I mean, I still have... I mean... Oh, dude, you got to see Randy's rig. Yeah, I, I just... I don't have the money to put into something... Randy dropped like Randy dropped like four grand on his yeah. setup. He, his setup is bomb ass though, dude. It's 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 phenomenal. And then he uh, passed down. He had an iBuy Power that he customized. He custom built, and he passed that one down to Jesse. Mm. But Randy's oh my god! I think he I think he dropped like like eight hundred bucks on his graphics card. Yeah, I I don't have anything anything special. Like I said, it was good enough. I, I it was good enough for the Sims. Yeah. So it's like that's that's like the highest I went. But oh, Randy, Randy right now is playing the new Call of Duty. He's playing uh he's the brand new that Call of Duty that just came out, uh Cold War. Cold War. Yes. Yeah. Randy's playing that right now on his PC. Okay. Uh and it's so smooth. His PC runs so fast and it's like the, the the frame rate is so smooth on it. Everything just looks so great. Yeah. I think I think modern games, no matter you know, even if I like the genre, I think they kind of pass me by because at this point, there's there's almost no linearity to it, right? Which is what I kind of enjoyed because go to step A to step B, and then now it's like you could wander around forever and not do anything. Yes, like everything is an open world. Yeah, it's even the Grand Theft Auto games. Like, um, uh, yeah, I stopped it. Which one did I? San Andreas. Oh, San Andreas. Well, we we have up to GTA Five, which yeah. is the newest, uh, the newest one that uh, they released for the for the consoles. Mm-hmm. But if you play GTA Online, which my kids do, there's so much open world stuff that they've added to it. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It, it, I I I can't believe the way the way that video games have progressed just in the last 30 years. Oh yeah, it's it's from from sitting sitting in your bedroom playing baseball stars. Yeah. to to what we're doing now. Yeah. It's like it's it's amazing and it's just going to be it's just going to keep evolving. Yeah. It is. Uh just an, and just an all night like you saying playing baseball stars or an all night session of Dragon Warrior. Mhm. Or an all night session of Final Fantasy. Yep. You know, I it, on an eight-bit cartridge, yeah. Final Fantasy, I actually I beat twice. Yeah, and I did the one time just with a really terrible party. It took me forever to do it, and I did it just to do it, <laughs> just to say you did it. Yeah, well, just to like I put it. I mean, it's like don't never use these characters. Oh, can we use these characters? See what happens. Yeah, now I see why they say don't use them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Two two red mages are terrible. You said the last. Grand Theft Auto you bought was San Andreas. Yeah. What did you think of San Andreas? I enjoyed it. I love I, San Andreas. I thought that, well, I thought that the map was bigger than it needed to be. There, there, And there, it's not the first game to do that. There are a lot of games out there that 
you 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 have this huge map and everything takes place in a tight space within the map. Right. Like there's places you never need to go. Right. So why bother putting it there? But the thing with San Andreas is you had the three cities. Yeah. But you had missions to accomplish in all three cities. Yeah, but there was I think in in I I don't I think it was Vinewood. I think it was Vinewood. In the one like there's like most of Vinewood you never even need to see. Right. There's nothing there. There's no shops, there's no garages. There's nothing. So why bother even having that section of the map? GTA 5 is the same way. Yeah, and that's but that's not new. I mean, I they're like um Dragon Warrior 2. Yeah. is a is is a, a huge map that doesn't need to be huge. You, you ever know? you ever play any of the Assassin's Creed? No. Oh, they're fun games. You you would enjoy Assassin's Creed. I pro I probably would do it. I like I said, it's there's a I think I like I said, I I I checked out I think it Doom. <laughs> Doom. Yeah. Oh my God, that's a blast from the past. Yeah, it's like uh, the only games that I really like. I said modern games. I like are the Lego games. Oh, okay. Because they're just fun. Yeah, I mean that's pure fun. Yeah, I I don't like I said. I just saw the recent one, uh, the Valhalla. Is it Valhalla? Al- Assassin's, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah. Yeah. And I, this was and I saw a cutscene. Well, not it wasn't a cutscene. It was a, a challenge. You get challenged to a drinking contest, and all you need to do is like mash the one button. To drink faster. Why the hell put that even in a game? I know. It's like... (laughs) I don't like button mash games. Yeah, but it's like, there's no reason. I mean, you're not drinking. Right. You know? It's like, oh, it's out of a Viking horn. But you're not drinking. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know we're all waiting for virtual reality for like Ready Player One to happen. Yeah. When when it's like, you know, we're immersed in it. But no, it's not there. Yeah. You're not drinking by mashing a button. I, I, I haven't played Val, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I don't think I'm going to get it. They're, they're, they're good games for what they are, but it's not really my style. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting with bated breath for the next GTA to come out. Uh, I'll be picking up my, my uh, console version of the, new, of the new Call of Duty this weekend. Okay. You know what other one I'm really excited about? And I haven't picked it up yet because I just haven't had the opportunity. They remastered Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and I 2. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am so stoked. And they put the they got most of the original soundtracks <laughs> from those games. Which, I, which for me, I, I, I used to skate. And there's great music on it. It's fun. You know, I, I, I always love the Tony Hawk games. I th- up until I think the last one I I played was uh, I think it was Tony Hawk's Underground. Okay. I think that was the last one I played. Have you played any of them? No, probably not. Uh, if if I did, it was just to kind of look at it and then just kind of like put it aside. Like there wasn't like I said that the skateboarding games. The only skateboarding games I did well, um, seven hundred twenty degrees, seven twenty. Yep. And you remember playing that motherfucker in an arcade in the arcade? That those that game. Spy Hunter and Paperboy made me late for junior high almost every single day. <laughs> Paperboy, oh yeah. my god! Me and my friend Robert would um, we would stop at a Seven Eleven down from my house, mm-hmm. you know, on our way to school, and only gonna drop a few quarters in the machine, and end up just like, listen, we gotta go, we gotta go now. An hour later, and then running through town to get to school. Nope, we're late again. Got me, got it again. 
<laughs> Paperboy was a fun. Oh, game. I love Paperboy. That was just uh, there's um a place in New Jersey. It's like a retro arcade. I know right where you're talking yes. about. It's in uh, I, it's it's in Red Bank. Yes. No. No. It's not Red Bank. It's there, not, it's, there's another one though. There's oh no. There's one in Asbury Park. I'm not sure where this one is. Because Randy and I a few years ago, Randy and I went to uh, no. It is in Red Bank. We went to Red Bank. Because we wanted to go to Jay and Silent Bob's Yeah, Secret well, there stash. might be one there, but I know this wasn't it. it well, there's one two blocks away yeah. from Jay and Silent Bob's. Yeah. Well, yep. yeah, it's the same. Like I said, I we, we we went to this one and... Pay by the hour? Yep. And I walked in. First game in my eyesight was Tron. So, I was there. Yeah. Tron was one another one that I played constantly when it was in the real day. I love Tron. And they have Paperboy. And they just have... I mean, you don't want. To, I don't want to leave that place. Yeah, I. Oh, I had such a blast there. And Randy had never really played any of the retro arcade games before that, so he had a cool. He had a good time. That was that was a fun trip. We went down the. It was a twofold trip. We wanted to go to this arcade, but primarily we wanted to go to. I wanted to go. Yeah. To Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash. We couldn't get in. They were filming an episode of Comic Book Man. I was I was so pissed. They should have let you in anyway. I know. I should have I should have told them Flanagan called for me. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're that much of a character. You could have been in the show. Snoogans. I could have been Don Juan Delanooch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This was it wasn't a Red Bank. We had first gone there for a birthday party, and I was like, it is in Jersey, and of course it was from our one of my Jersey friends who never took me there. The the many years he lived there. Was it Andy? Yeah. Dick. Never, never to. And then all of a sudden I find about this place. It's like, this place been here this whole time? And it's the first time you've taken me here? So it was somewhere near Manville? I'm not. I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not sure if it was in Raritan or something like that. It yeah. Was, it wasn't that far. And we went back, like, later on, just all of us. And Ryan sat playing the uh, NASCAR games. And he, loves, and he loved the pinball games. And I was, like, just going with Tron and... And all and uh, Paperboy was there, and I oh, and then it's like I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. You remember Skater Die? Yes, I couldn't stand Skater Die. What the bees always got you? Well, no, I was seven twenty. Was the I was right? Seven twenty had the bees. Yeah, seven twenty. Yeah, but it's that was a skate or die. Yeah, but Skater Die was um, the implement the implementation of it on the Nintendo, which was awful. Yes. You know, it was like, it was just an awful implementation. It wasn't 720, but it was like 720-ish. Have you ever been to Wildwood? Oh, yeah, many times. Have you been to the Retro Arcade on the boardwalk there? I didn't even know they had one. Yeah. You know where the little boardwalk mall is? Yeah. Down in the basement, uh, in the bottom floor. Okay. Is an old Retro Arcade. Yeah. You should, uh, I don't know if it's still open. Uh, The last time I saw, the guy was trying to sell all his games. Oh. Yeah. It was, but it's a really cool place. There's some, there's some stuff in there, like from the '60s. Oh yeah, I, I've, there's a, a place in New Hampshire, that my cousin took me to at one point. It's some beach in New Hampshire. New Hampshire doesn't have a lot of beaches. It's a great, it's a great like beach pier type thing. Yeah, they have go kart tracks and, and arcade and then, there's a, it's a standard arcade with like tickets and skee ball and crap. Yeah, but then you go upstairs, and it's all the old video games. Cool. The only pr- yeah, the only problem was they're not properly maintained. Oh. So there's a lot of burn-in, a lot of things don't work, and it's like, it's just sad. 
It is. It's it's sad that it's like you you got these great games, and I mean yeah, even some of the fifties, you know, where actually have metal balls in them, where you're actually shooting at targets. Yeah. You know, and but you know, hardly any of them worked, and it was it was sad to kind of see that. Yeah, I mean, because you have all those really cool retro machines, man. Maintain them. Yeah, Hershey Park had a really good one too in the dome. Yeah, Hershey. Many, many years ago. You remember the old Dorney Park arcade when we worked there? Oh, I love the Dorney. That place oh. was awesome. Dorney Dorney Park, nineteen eighty nine and ninety was in such a. Tr- it was right before Cedar Point. Yep, right on the cusp, and it was. You knew what decade you were in. Yeah, oh mean, yeah. The paint, the paint splashed all over the place. The neon glow decorations. Yeah, the glow sticks on the bus glow, every night. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, wherever they came from. Shout out to <laughs> Ryan Haggerty. <laughs> you remember Hag with the? Uh, I think it might have been Hag with the uh, California raisin on his head. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, first side on the cow. I worked ski ball when I worked there. Yeah. Which was right next to the California raisins game. Yes. Whatever the stupid game was, they played on a loop. I heard it through the grapevine. On a loop. For eight hours, I heard that song all, all day long. See, I and I felt bad because I worked at the funnel cake stand, and I got to see the crappy shows at Center Stage yeah. Theater six times a day. But I hate heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> and I remember when he brought the raisin on. I think that might have been Haggerty. It might have been, but I remember that thing. That thing went through the mosh pit. Oh, yeah. oh my God! That thing got annihilated. Yep. Funnel cake, funnel cake batter, not batter, but the mix that that you guys tied to the end of the bus that we tied to the end of the bus. Oh God! Oh uh, God! About forty glow sticks that got ripped in half and just spun all around until the whole bus was. A and glow. and we would and we would uh, chew the things and put them in our mouth. We weren't the brightest. Too. We weren't well, the brightest balls. Well, I mean, it didn't say non-toxic on it. I mean, they wouldn't give us something that would kill us, would they? <laughs> uh, but back to the arcade. Yes, that that arcade had some of the coolest games. Yes, in it. it did. Um, the first Mortal Kombat, I think they had in there. Yep. I think they might have had. Uh, uh, what was the one? They had Bart the Bart Simpson the Simpson. One. They had the Simpsons game. Some really cool pinball machines. Yep. What was the one? Killer Instinct. Yeah. Now that one, I think I I believe, like I said, I believe it was '89 that all the games were in there. Yeah. Because I know that dome was transferred some for some reason into the Metal House. Yes. And I remember they had a big screen TV in there playing metal videos, and it was dark, smoky, and everybody just hung out in there. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing to have an amusement park. Just like a bunch a bunch of like metalheads just kind of hanging out in this dome room. Well, I mean, this this is the era of like hair metals on the way out. Metallica is arguably at their peak. Oh yeah. Grunge is coming in. Yeah. Um it it, it was a great time to Grunge be Grunge wasn't there yet. No, it wasn't there yet. But I mean, I, but I can remember I can remember like it's like oh we're we're going to hang out in this room and everybody just just everybody smoking, and, you know <laughs> it's like it's just it's just a really dark atmosphere and it was fun between there and the iceberg man oh the iceberg oh my god I I love that ride I, I love, wish they still had it oh they the worst part is Knobles has the ride kind of yeah the teacups is the iceberg right. 
but it's not enclosed. It's not 10 degrees below zero. And it's not playing it's metal. It's not in the dark. <laughs> it's not in the dark, no. and it's not playing metal. Oh, that was an awesome ride. Oh, dude, you go in there, and all you would hear is, like, just great early to mid-80s heavy metal. Yep. Van Halen, Motley Crue. I even heard Wasp in there. Yep, and it was dark. And the lights and the strobe lights were coming on. It, oh, I love. Oh, I just, it was a seizure waiting to happen. Oh yeah, but it was you know nobody died that I recall. No, you know I don't even know if there was lawsuits. Probably not. No, we weren't pussies. No, no, we we rode the rides. We took the risks. <laughs> well, hell, we were working there when they opened up um, Hercules. Uh, I I test rode Hercules. Let me tell you what I thought was hilarious. I got a. From ski ball, you could see the hill of Hercules. Yeah. So you're sitting there, you're watching the alleys, and all of a sudden there goes to the top, and it stops. At least three times a day. Oh yeah. Well, dudes, that happens to Steel Force all yeah. the time now too. And, and it's like they have, and I then they I, I found out they had to send uh, security up because our buddy worked in security. Yep. And they had to send security up to take the people down because they needed to send someone there that was trusted. Right, <laughs> and the ride attendants weren't yeah. trustworthy. Oh. oh, with those goofy blue shorts? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So can you imagine if they would have sent somebody like Couch up there? He wouldn't have made it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain. When we worked at Dorney Park, there was a security guard who had to weigh every bit of 400 pounds. <laughs> and I shit you not, his last name was Couch. Couch. Yep. <laughs> Let that sink in for a minute. This is a security guard at your amusement park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> couch, couch, couch was a mighty man. <laughs> <gasps> I couldn't catch him. <gasps> He's a fucking gazelle. Yeah. There was a lot of characters that worked there. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, the place was not only our bus crew, the, um, the other bus crew, the Skook bus crew. The Schuylkill County bus crew. Like I said, everything I knew from Schuylkill County, I learned from that bus. And let me tell you, represent. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Just say no to the to the 570. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, 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 462. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, my God. It's like, but everything, there. but then even like the, uh, the, the maintenance people, the janitors. Yeah. Um, everybody, there was so many characters there that you could have made a sitcom out of that place. Oh, dude, if we would have had, if we would have had the technology then that we have now, you and I would be millionaires just filming our friends at that place. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it was like, it was jackass before jackass. Oh my God. It was, and the, the strange, and the strangest people with those powder blue uniforms. Yes. You know, there was, I mean, it wasn't like. These are the people we're allowing to run rides, give away food, and it's like, and it's it's like complete mockery. Oh, oh my God! I go there now, and I'm like, what happened? Everybody got polite. Yeah, where'd that come from? I don't know. I remember being uh, who was the, was it Krolik? Okay, that worked the journey. Yes, and we were making jokes that we were going to jump out of the boat. And run around the inside and jump back in the boat, which was something that people did. 
Yes. And we were just talking about it, just having a conversation. And over the loudspeaker, I hear, please stay in the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Now, keep in mind, the guy that's in charge of the ride that we're talking about right now, at the time, we were, what, 16? No, I think we were 15. 15 or 16? Yeah, I was even driving it, I don't think. (laughs) Please stay in the boat. (laughs) (laughs) And they've got us preparing food. Yep. Running rides. Yep. And I got, uh, yeah, I got, and for punishment, I, for punishment the one time, because I'm not sure what I did, who knows, I got sent to work the Care Bear store. And man, that is just, I I think that's where my hatred of customers came. (laughs) Because every little child wants, you know, every little Care Bear thing shoved in his face and then when mommy and daddy won't buy it for him they just toss it on the ground oh, oh i have to pick that up now that's my job to pick that up put it on the shelf <laughs> yeah for 425 an hour yeah, like, come on <laughs> you know and then the care bear show was right outside oh no you... it wasn't the real one though it was the animatronic one. Oh, okay and it was like again with like the california raisins just repetition over and over again whatever i did i think i apologized and was able to go back to ski ball for a while. Right. <laughs> that was an interesting place to work. Yes. Uh, I I wish they still ran the the employee buses, so my kids could have <laughs> so so my kids and your kids could have had the the joy <laughs> and the wonderment of working in an amusement park for a summer. <laughs> I got yeah two summers. Oh I, yeah. I mean, it was like I. I, I did uh, merchandising, which somehow skee-ball was involved in that. Merchandising. I don't know. That well, doesn't I, make sense. That, well, I know that I worked I worked at the exit, and then... <laughs> I know you worked at the yeah, exit, too. And then I, and for punishment for something I must have done, I got sent to the uh, Care Bear, and then after Care Bears, I went to skee-ball. Was that when you told your supervisor that Lipid... Uh, I didn't do that. That wasn't me, for one. For two, that was the next year. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. That was when I left merchandising and went to Gates. Okay. Yeah, uh, there was a supervisor whose na- whose last name was Lipid. And she was an awful person. A horrible person. And she was a, a rather large person. Not really. I don't think she was. She, she was just. Po- she was just a terrible human being. And she was pretty big. She was pretty big. No, she wasn't. I think she. I. I. I may be misremembering. Yeah, I. I, I smoked she, a lot of pot back yeah, then. I, I know. Have... She, I know she wasn't. She wasn't that. Like she. She was just always. She was the one that was constantly accusing a few of us of stealing. Right. And you know, it was like we weren't. We weren't stealing from there. I'm glad you put from there in there, you know, so it's like you're not going to catch us in doing something you're not. I mean, it's like, you know, oh, I'm so I have long hair. So it's like, oh, I'm a target. Oh, yeah. You know, and I hated that, you know, and no, I wasn't the one that insulted her. That was not me. Who was that? I don't remember. Well, she was told and I could have swore it was you, but she was told, do you know lipid means fat and she got very I wonder if that was Cosby that did that. That might have been... I don't know. That sounds like something Cosby would have did. Yeah. I mean, it was... She was always treating people so horribly, and yeah. it, was, it was just so disgusting. And I, none of us could stand it. Yeah. I, I, I worked in I worked in rides, games, and food. Games was okay. 
I was always I, I worked down in laser games. Ga- games games where all the thieves worked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Our uh, a friend of ours from Jim Thorpe. Yeah, everybody that everybody that I know that worked games was shady. Every one of them. <laughs> well, I got I I I started down at Laser Games. Okay. Um, I was down there, and then they moved me to Tank and Boat Tag. <laughs> I love tank. I love. I love that tag. Oh God, I had so much fun up there because when we were when the when there was nobody in the tanks or the boats, I got to go out and drive the tanks or boats to give people a fucking target. <laughs> that was great. That was so much fun, and it was. Oh, I, I would sit there all day just waiting for somebody. Here's a bucket of balls. Give me ten dollars. Yeah, that, there was there are some rides there that are just gone. Yeah, forever. That they might not have been good rides, but they were they were fun rides. The Flying Dutchman. Yeah, I think that's back, isn't it? The no, wild they mouse. sold that. I thought that was a Wild Mouse. Now, no, the Wild Mouse is different. Oh, I th- I, it's it's a bit different. I hated the Flying Dutchman. I always hated the Flying Dutchman because it always felt like you were going to fall out. Yeah, which I think that's by design. Yes, and that's not fun. Uh, Hercules, Hercules is gone. Hercules. I rode that one time. Oh my god! I was a, that ride was a kidney buster. Oh, I, 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 I don't like roller coasters. I love them. Oh god, there's no, there's no reason to go that high and that fast. No reason. Stay on the ground. When we go, when we go, uh, the first thing Jesse and I do is we head straight to Talon. Uh, yeah, Talon, I, then Hydra, and then we start working our way through the park. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've been back to Dorney. If I have been since the '90s, we go. We usually go once yeah. a year. We I go to Knobles. You know, I I enjoy it better. I like Knobles. There's there's more rides closer to the ground. Oh my god! <laughs> there's more rides closer to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> the I tell you what the one the one ride at Knobles that is sketchy as fuck is their tower drop. It's not real high. But that some bitch is sketchy. Yeah, I, I've never been on that one either. Yeah, that one's sketchy, uh, and it's not like Dominator at Dorney where you where it lifts you up nice and gentle because it's all hydraulic, mm-hmm. where you know nice and gentle, and you're two hundred feet in the air, and then sit you sit there, and you can't time it because it's random when it drops, but it drops you. Right, and then you shroom, shroom, and it, it kind of bounces you down Ugh. slowly, slowly, slowly. Um, after that initial big drop, the one at Knobles, it's all mechanical, so it's uh, on the way up, and it's like it's not. I don't think it's even a hundred feet in the in the air. I don't even think it's a hundred feet up, but it's all fucking mechanical. And as soon as you get to the top, there's no warning. Click, boom, down. That ride is sketchy as shit. There's no, there's no need for that. There's no need for that ride. But it's fun. No, there's no need to be up in the air that high. Why? <laughs> I need, I need to get you on King Dakar. No, it won't tempt me on anything like that. It's not happening. I don't do coasters. I don't do high rides. Mm, you are a sissy. No, it's not that. What do you got a fear of heights? A little bit. Also have a fear of stopping really quick. Why? What if I fall out? <laughs> you won't, you're a fat bastard. You ain't falling out. Oh. 
Now I'm hurt. He See? clutched the pearls again. <laughs> he clutched the pearls again. I can't believe you called me fat. <laughs> okay, festively plump. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's called enjoying life. Hey, speaking of fat things, for the first time in, in quite a few years, I'm up over 160 pounds. Wait, over? Over. Oh. Yeah. I No. Yeah. Step, oh. Stepped on the scale last night, 161 pounds. Yeah, but I mean, when you say up to. Oh, yeah. At one point, I was down to like 138. Good Lord. Yeah. That was part of my, that was part of the, part of the reason for that was my health issues. Yeah. yeah. I, I keep, I keep trying to, to lose weight, but I love food. Yeah, me too. It's very tasty. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, taste, food is tasty. Uh, back to video games. Yes. That was an interesting little sidebar, though. Yeah, but you can't help it because we, we all know how, how wonderful. I mean, every, the amusement parks had the arcades. Arcades were yeah. everywhere. Arcades. I miss arcades in malls. The one in the Lehigh Valley Mall was okay. Yeah. The, yeah. the one in the Whitehall Mall, before it was a, an outside mall, was, was that, I think, the comic shop is there now. That was okay. But some of the arcades... Wow, were they just sketchy places where you could get stabbed? Carbon Plaza? Carbon Plaza, I remember being so smoke-filled. Uh, yeah. And you stay away from the pinball machines because that's where all the people, you know, the druggies hang out. Well, yeah, because they were snorting shit off the glass. I never realized that. Well, because I was good and I stayed away from there. Well, I was good too. Yeah, but I remember just every... The arcades were just like really sketchy places. Yeah. You remember the one in town? Before bouncing billiards? No, I, oh. didn't, I don't think I saw that one. Okay, that one that one was a fun that was a fun place. Um, it was right where the uh, the auxiliary dining room for Burt's. Is. Okay, that used to be an arcade. Um, at one point, you remember where Widman's was? Yes, there was an arcade in there at one point oh, yeah. after after Widman's closed down, and then of course you had bouncing billiards. Yeah. Oh, good times at that place. Oh. Strange good times at that place. That, oh. was, that reminded that place reminded you of the place in Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Because you had people hanging outside on their cars. People just hanging out outside. People hanging inside playing pool. A couple of the games. It just, just hanging out. Yeah. You know, and it was just a nice place to just be. You know, I remember one of our conversations we had there about Aerosmith's Get a Grip. Okay. We, well, you hated the album, and I was kind of like, it's still not that bad. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember what's on Get a Grip. Uh, Living on the Edge. Yep. Which, actually, that's become a a, a semi-favorite Aerosmith song. Yeah. The, the title track didn't really do it for me. Yeah. Get a Grip. Eat the Rich was on that Eat one. Eat the Rich is a good song. Um, although, I like Motorhead's Eat the Rich better. <laughs> Yeah, I like Motorhead's Eat the Rich um, better too. Yeah, there's a that's but that's when that I think was crazy on that one. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I think it was. I think it must have been because Nine Lives was the next one. And Nine Lives is where they really started going nuts. Yeah, but oh god, there we had so much fun in there. You know, even if you didn't want to play video games, there was what uh, eight or ten pool tables. Yeah. We had you had pool leagues in there. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of I good think times. Street Fighter was in there. Strike Street Fighter. Yeah, the Millionaire Pinball Game. The the one that I liked, and I want to have a copy of it, is the Jokers. The Jokers. Yeah. Okay. That's the one. It 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 was laugh and had the 
the playing cards on it. Yeah. And every so often, they, they keep, quiet, we are playing. You know the the pinball machine from that era that I would love to have? Hmm. The TN, the Star Trek The Next Generation pinball machine. That was another good one. That was a great machine. Yes. I had, I had at one point, I had a virtual pin. Yeah. Which was like a pinball emulator. Yeah. Which is very faithful to a lot of the tables. Unfortunately, after XP went to uh, 7, like all compatibility just got tossed out the window. Oh, okay. Everything stopped working. Yeah. You know, so a lot of my emulators work with XP and everything stopped working with uh, Windows 7. Yeah. So that's why, like I said, that's why I gravitated towards that Raspberry Pi. And, right. You know, um, the, the, the games still work, but you can't use a, a joystick inputs. Yeah. You have to do everything with keyboards. Right. So, like, only stuff like Arkanoid really works. But, yeah, I, I just I remember that. The pinball machine is one that I would love to own to this day. That uh, like that pinball machine was a cool one. Um, if you could have any stand-up arcade game from your past, what would it be? Oh my god, that's that that is a tough actually one. pick five. And then pick five is easy. Paperboy is definitely one of them. Okay, love Paperboy, Tron. Okay, Battle Zone. All right, uh, enjoyed that one immensely. I'm trying to think of the ones that I really just like dumped quarters in repeatedly. You know, I'll tell you that's probably that. That's all I need is those three. Oh, okay. honestly, because a lot of the other ones that were really good, like Super Mario Brothers and Excited Bike and all those, had Nintendo ports. Yeah, which were decent. Yeah. See, that, I would I would be with you on picking Paperboy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd go with Paperboy. Seven twenty. Hmm. The TNG pinball machine. Uh, now nah, we're not going to count pinball machines. Who didn't say pinball? <laughs> I didn't say the pinball. Okay, so 720, yeah. Paperboy, mm-hmm. and uh, oh god, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a it was a Star Wars machine that you sat in uh, that they had at the arcade in town. Well, that was probably either uh, like Empire. Were you shooting at pylons? Yes, you were, and you would shoot. Use the force, Luke. You had to go. To, it was a vector, um, a raster screen. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah, that was just a Star Wars game because yeah. that was before it was called a New Hope. Yeah, uh, that one because I I had a lot of fun in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had that one at the laundromat. Uh, that know, that in Indiana Jones. Another one I would probably take is Double Dragon. I never really cared for Double Dragon because I thought it was so limited. Or Xenophobe. Xenophobe. Oh my God, that's a that's a deep cut. Yeah, that was a fun game. It was fun, but you needed two players that really have maximum fun with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Xenophobe was a great game. Yeah, um, Indiana Jones was another one that I really enjoyed. Uh, it was the Temple of Doom. Yeah. Uh, that was at the laundromat. I loved it when video games were just everywhere. I know, right? You know, it was like, you go to a laundromat, here's a video game or two. And it didn't cost you yeah. a friggin' dollar yeah. to play. Go to a bowling alley, here's a video game or two. You know? Just just walk out of your front door on your front porch. There's a video game on the front porch. Right. And it didn't cost you a buck for a no. play. You a know, quarter. Yeah. Or here's a here's here's one from Dorney Park for you. Case, case quarter. quarter. Yep. What the? I, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell a it's case quarter is. It's a single quarter. quarter. I don't know why they call it that. Case I, quarter. I have no idea. But I, re, I, remember, I remember working that, that stupid change thing. And it was like, somebody come up, give me a quarter. A quarter? A quarter? 
you, you're killing it. I got like everything stacked in fours here, man. What? I know. Yeah. Or, 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 dude, working food, and they're coming up, and they don't want to pay for a drink. You got seltzer? Well, you still, you still. I, I, I have a Coke, no ice. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, a Coke with no ice. That's different than saying, just give me some fizzy fucking unflavored water and don't charge me. Well, yeah, but you're saying now you give me a large and, you know, you're being charged for a large. I mean, it's still. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure who I'm arguing on behalf of at this point. <laughs> you're arguing with me for the sake of arguing with me. Yeah, that's the fun part. I know. We've been doing this for 30 years. Yes. Uh, but it's been fun. I oh. mean, it's like it's. Yeah, I, I always remember you with the no ice thing. It was like, had you taken a cup back? You put ice in this. Uh, I've done it before. It, yeah, yes, we, that's our standard way of filling. No, I said no ice. Dump it. Give me another one. And of course, I'm saying, oh, don't get us kicked out, man. Just don't get us kicked out. <laughs> now, the only thing we really got kicked out of places for was, uh, you remember getting kicked out of the McDonald's in Lehighton for the pickle races? Or that, weren't you no, with on no, that? No, no, no. That wasn't, that was the Wendy's. Outside of Dorney, that was a well. We did it at the at the McDonald's yeah. in Lehighton too. But we I did don't know it, if you were with on that. I one. probably wasn't with because I know we had started it at the Wendy's. Ryan uh, Byer, I don't like pickles. Yep, and we we would throw the pickles on the window and have pickle races going, to, <laughs> and then being and then being told, uh, "Don't come on, guy, get out." <laughs> and don't come back. And the, wor- and the worst part is we're in our uniforms doing this. It's not like we're even hiding what we're doing. No, no, no. We didn't hide. We didn't have to. <laughs> there was no cameras. That's right. There was no cameras there. We could get away with things. Oh, and we did. Oh, and we did. Yes. Uh, remember when? Remember when? Yes. Well, it was a... It was also it was also a less litigious time, I think. It was a less litigious time. It yeah. was a simpler time. Yeah, not not everybody, and not, we didn't do it for the clicks. We didn't do it for the views. No, you know. But if we would have had the technology then that we do now, we would have done it for the clicks, and we would have done it for the views. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think our mentality would have. It's like, what do you say? Well, why did you do that? Well, it was fun. <laughs> well, it's true. It was. It we, was we, we, I don't know if we would have thought of thought to monetize it i don't i wouldn't have i mean i don't i don't think in those terms no no (laughs) we we did it because it was there and we did it because we could yeah Uh, you know well you know sir don't throw the pickles on the window i didn't see a sign telling me not to throw the pickles on the window (laughs) (laughs) we were dicks no, I don't know. I think I, yes, if if we were working in a restaurant now and someone pulled that shit, oh, with, oh, <laughs> with, with forty six year old eyes. <laughs> but let, to be fair, I don't think the dudes working at the Wendy's at the time were as old as we are now. No, no, it, but still, it's like I think they missed the hiring event at Dorney. I, I, I just can't. I, I, I don't mean to laugh at like their lot in life, but it's like just thinking like, yeah, you know, Toby, clean the pickle juice off the window again, <laughs> and don't let the ketchup streak this time. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Dorney employees coming in, 
Devin Pickle Races. Oh, I don't have a pickle race. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is we didn't just do this in, in fast food restaurants. We did this shit in school cafeterias, too. I was good in the cafeteria. I got blamed for more than I did. You got blamed for what you That irritates did. me. Uh, chili beans flying everywhere. Chili beans flying everywhere. French fries flying everywhere. And, uh, oh, no, it was always buyer. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw him under the bus. He's always buyer. He would uh, take those paper clips and the rubber bands and hit the light fixtures with them. Right? There's Mr. Lewis walking by. Ding! And he's... <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking up to see what's making the noise. <laughs> uh, Byer was a character. Oh. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind running into him again once. No. Just to see how he's doing. Oh, he introduced me to like Danzig <clears throat> and the Misfits and things like that. Yeah, I, great taste he, in music. Yeah, he was really he was really into that like uh gothic horror stuff. Yep, he was into the he was into the the horror punk and yeah. things like that. Um not more so the straight ahead punk rock. Um, the more straight ahead punk rock was guys like Haggerty, mm-hmm. but Haggerty was also into more of the hard hardcore stuff, Thrash. the hard and the hardcore scene. He he wore his hat with the with the brim up. Yep, and <laughs> yep. Ryan Haggerty, uh, he remains a friend of mine to this day. Uh, he runs Pie Records out of Philadelphia. Check him out. Uh, we talked about him uh, a couple of weeks ago, or was it last week? It was last week. You goof. Oh, okay. Well, we talked about him last week uh, when we did the review for Black Valley Moon. Speaking of bands that have contacted us, I got a interesting message over the weekend, Bill. Mm-hmm. I got a Facebook message on the Oh No Not Them Facebook page, facebook.com slash Oh No Not Them pod. MySpace. Nope, Facebook. <laughs> I got it right this time, dickhead. Um, I, got a, I got a message... From a gentleman by the name of Leonardo Serini. Leonardo is the bass player for a band called the Beaters Band. And he said he listened to us and uh, wanted us to give a listen to his his band. His band is called the Beaters Band. They are a band that does punked up covers and some original stuff. But most, uh, a lot of punked up covers of 50s and 60s rock and roll standards. Stuff by like the Beach Boys. And uh, they do a fantastic cover of And Then mm-hmm. She Kissed Me. In the episode description, because it's very wordy, their band camp and their Facebook. But in their episode description, I'm going to put links to their stuff on Bandcamp and their stuff and their Facebook page. What makes this even more interesting to me is it proves that we have an international audience. <laughs> These guys are from Italy. Okay, well, that's now Singapore, Bahrain, Ireland, Turkey. Turkey? Yep, Turkey. Germany. We got the Germans. We got the Germans, and we got Italy. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, thank you all for tuning in. And we hope we we hope you you're laughing at least half as much as we are because we're having a we're just having a blast doing this. Um, like we said in the first episode, this is basically a forum for two guys that have known each other and been friends for the last thirty years to just get together and talk about whatever we want to talk about, as is evidenced by the turn that this episode took. 
we decide, we, you know, we talked about it last week, we're going to talk about video games. Now it starts in video games. We veer off into our time at Dorney Park. We veer off into old friends and this and that. This is a total stream of consciousness show. There are no notes. There's no show prep. Um, the, the basis of our show prep for next week is when we're done, when I hit the stop button and we're not recording anymore, we're going to talk about an idea. Yes. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Pretty much. We're going to talk about an idea for next week. And that's how we get this. And the beautiful thing is Bill and I can really play off each other well. And we can, you know, we could just have a good conversation. And we sincerely hope that you guys are enjoying what we're doing. But in the meantime, if you're on Facebook, which I know everybody is because social media is everywhere, or if you have access to Bandcamp, look up a band called The Beaters Band. Check them out. Give them a like. Tell them, oh, no, not them sent you. Um, give them a like. I really, I really, really dig their stuff. Uh, like I said, it's 50s and 60s American rock and roll done in a punk rock style. Female lead singer. They're very good. I, I, I really enjoy them. Well, I looked up some of their stuff on uh, YouTube. Uh-huh. And they are they are very good, very very musically talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, that style of music um, is not is not my, one of my favorites, right? But like I said, keep in mind when I say this stuff, I also don't like the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, or Queen. So, you know, you <laughs> my, my opinion's suspect to begin with. <laughs> well, but but like I said, I I can it is really good music, mm-hmm. and if you're into that style of music. You will enjoy it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm a punk rock guy from so way I back. I can give it a positive review, even though it's not for me. Yeah. I know it's not for me, but I know if, if that's the style of music people like, you will like it. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm a punk rock guy from way back when. I, I've been into punk for a long, long time, and these guys are doing it well. You know, big, big props to Italy. Big props to Italy, and big props to the Beaters band. You guys kick ass. Oh yeah, it was good music. With that being said, if you if you're in a band, if you're in an unsigned band, and you want us to to promote you, put us, uh, you know, send me a, send us a message on oh no not them pod on Facebook. Um, you can email email us at oh no not them pod at gmail dot com. Uh, you could drop us a line, man. We'll be more than happy to listen to your stuff and give you a one hundred percent honest review of it. Oh yeah, one thing there's gonna be no bullshit. Oh, no. I don't deal in bullshit, and neither does Bill. I know in the coming weeks, there's a local band called Deprived that's going to be putting out their first EP. And we're going to get an advance copy of that to uh, to review. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I, I know the guys in Deprived. They're friends of mine. However, I will give everything a 100% honest review because... I think they deserve to know my honest opinion. I think that anybody who's going to listen to what we have to say deserves our honest opinion on anything we talk about. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, that's one thing you'll never have to worry about with us is getting is getting bullshit. If we don't like something, we'll tell you to, we don't like it. Yeah. I don't. Cause, and if, if we love something, we'll we'll definitely tell you. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Speaking of things we don't like. Before we end this, let's end this. Let's end this kind of kind of fucky. 
What video game did you absolutely despise? Oh, wow. Oh. Can be an arcade or console. I know. That's why, I'm, that's why I mean, there's, there's a lot of them out there that, it's like I said, if I'm not into it, like, in the first few minutes, I'm not even going to bother giving it a chance. Right. Because I just, I was playing one the other night, an old Nintendo game that was, like, very, like, Final Fantasy, but, my God, it was such garbage that I didn't even bother to finish it. And it was called, like, Ghost of a Lion or something like that. Ghost on, Ghost, Ghost on the Line. Or no, go- Ghost on a Lion. Like, a lion. Like, oh, like, a like, lion. Like, like, roar. Yeah, like, meow. Oh, like, meow. Yeah. And it was, it was, <clears throat> but I can't say, like I said, I didn't give the whole game even a, you know, because it just was garbage to begin with. Right. Oh, wow. That's, that is really tough. I mean, there's not, there's not a lot of video games that I just like flat out said no to. Oh, dude, I got one. Oh, well, go ahead. And, I, maybe and I can think of one. This is, re- this is actually probably going to come as a bit of a shock to you. But one game I absolutely hated. I bought it. I played it. I fucking snapped the disc. Saw 2, Flesh and Blood. Okay. Garbage. I love the movies. The first Saw game was really good. The second Saw game, Flesh and Blood, was absolute garbage. Hot garbage dumpster fire. Kind of like your Cowboys. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, let's not not bring America's team into this. I didn't get a vote in that. Anyway, now... If I could come up with a game that I thought was... There is, I think, a series of them. Um, they were the Eye of the Beholder series. Okay. Uh, they were by TSR Software. They're they're pretty much basic dungeon crawls. Right. The problem with it is, these games... And I know that people love them, but they came out before the internet. Yeah. And you have to literally make a map as you're playing the game. Okay. And there's teleporters in the game, which when you step on it, you go to some... And all the walls look the same. It's it's like there's just so much nonsense in it. And all it is is like walking around various levels of a dungeon. Okay. I mean, you start in a sewer. You literally start in the sewer of the game and somehow go down to a lower sewer. Okay. Sewers ain't got levels. But anyway, like that, I said, it's it's one of those that it's a it's a dungeon crawl game, which I know that D and D people love those. Yeah, but that's all it is. You go around the dungeon; all the walls look the same. You're fighting enemies, um, but you get lost. Like I couldn't even get past like the first level. See now, if there's one thing I've learned about video games, any wall that has a discolored spot in it, I can smash through. They don't even have that. I mean, you'll what you'll do is like if you like I said, you can if you find like walkthroughs of the game uh-huh. on YouTube, you'll see you'll go up to a wall and there's a little indentation on the wall, so you press it, and you hear something open. What the hell opened? And like every view looks almost the same. I don't know, and I don't know how people beat this game. So it's like a side scroll game. It's not no, it's not a side scroll. It's like um, first person walkthrough. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's and like I said, if you, and then if you look look up the maps for this game, like right. after this many years, the maps are so con convoluted and teleporters and and holes and all. It's like how does anybody how does anybody complete this, you know, and have a have a life? 
I don't know. I, I've never heard of the game. Yeah, it's called Eye of the Beholder. It's like one, two, and three. Okay. They're from TSR. Of course, I bought it as like a three-pack. Never even bothered opening the other two because there's no point to it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've I've never even, you know, gotten past that. And then I watched the YouTube things on it. It's like, and they're playing it. And I said, like, how the hell do they know which way to go? I don't know. I mean, there's, um, there's games that... Like, like those weird map quest, you know, type games. Not not the game map quest. Yeah. But no, map quest was a freaking software. To- I was letting you go with it because I figured if you you know I didn't want you to, to to hurt your brain. Too late. Map quest was the precursor to Google Maps for you kids out there. Um, but like those those games where. You have to go through different maps and different things. Some of them are done really well. Some of them are done as absolute garbage. Yeah. Like uh, Castlevania was done well. Yes. The Castlevania games were done well. Mm-hmm. Um, like for mapping, mapped out side scrollers. Yeah. Yeah. Those and were done. Another well. another game that I have that is garbage, but not by its own design. Final Fantasy Two. Final Fantasy 2 was let bad. Me, no, it is a good game. The problem is my copy. There is a, a bridge on it. Okay. That once every, I think, hundred crosses of this bridge, you will meet the War Mech. Okay. The War Mech will kill you instantly. I meet it every time. I cannot cross that bridge in my game. Huh. No matter what. And I, I've just given up. The game's broken. It's programmed bad. So I don't get I get a one out of one shot and it's it's like an instantly kill, huh? So it's like okay, well I'm never completing this game. <laughs> oh, I have man. tried on an emulator, but it's just like Final Fantasy two is a long ass game. Yeah, all the Final Fantasy games are long. Well, the first one wasn't too bad. No, but that was also on an eight bit Nintendo cartridge, yeah. dude. Like the like Final Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, or actually Final Fantasy nine that I bought for the. Uh, or, no, it wasn't Final Fantasy Nine. It was Final Fantasy Eleven. I had for the okay. PS One was four discs. Mm-hmm. That was a monstrous. Yeah, game. I think Seven was even. I think two discs. Yeah, Seven was two discs. Um, yeah, I had. I have. I think I still have Seven. Yeah. Yeah, I have a. That's a good game. I have a whole bin of retro games where I have all of like my old games that I had from back then. Yeah. And uh it's it's nice to look at it to see. Unfortunately. When my house flooded, I lost the Atari. Oh no! You, the I probably could have salvaged it, but at the time they float. They actually float. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, the buoyant. Yeah, to to go down in that basement with three feet of water and see the Atari floating by was so heartbreaking. That was the house on Lehigh, right? Yeah, I, I lost I lost a lot of stuff in the, in the, a lot of. I lost a lot of my uh, my my uh, retro board game collection. Yeah, and um, my computer. I had a computer repair thing. I lost all my stuff, and my Atari twenty six hundred uh, was was gone in that too. You Damn, know? that sucks. But like all my albums, my you know my Nintendos and all that other stuff, everything else made it out. Well, that's good. So. That's uh, our take on that. Well, not really our take. It's just our conversation about video games. Yes. All right. Well, like I said earlier, I'm going to put some links in the description of this episode. Give the Beaters Band 
a, uh, give them a go on Bandcamp. Yeah. Give them a go on Facebook. Yeah. They're on YouTube as well. They're on YouTube as well. Yeah, and it, like I said, if, if you if you like uh, that '60s uh, rock style, if you like if you like, uh, I don't even know if it's really hard. It's not hard punk. No, it's but but it's if you, if like I said, you'll know if you like it by the beginning. It's my yes. Yeah. It's, it's not my favorite genre of music, but I can I really appreciate the musicianship that goes into it. Yeah, they're they're really talented. I'm a I'm a fan. I've be, I became a fan instantly. The first link they sent me was their cover of and she uh, and then he kissed me. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Um, check them out. I'll put the links in the description. Um, until next week. I'm Eric. Now I'm Bill. We'll talk to you later. This has been Oh No Not Them. <laughs>